Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV. Chris and Bill, Tenney Britton here today to talk to you about something that doesn't get talked about much. This week, in my, on my profile and throughout Effective Church Group, we've been talking about how to build your church's reputation. And I want to say that probably the most effective way to build a church reputation is to create and to focus on a signature ministry. Well, let me say this too, that last week, I think it was maybe the week before, we did an episode on uh, measuring our growth, right? And so we talked the about the numbers you need. And we talked about our reputation in the community. And measuring that reputation. That's right, well, exactly. Right. It's one of those numbers that right. we need, exactly. right? Okay, so uh, signature ministries are what is going to get your name out there. It's your signature. It's what you are known for. It's how people know you. And But we're not talking about signature ministries in a congregation. We're talking about having a, a signature right. ministry. Well, so let's talk about what a signature ministry is. And, and I want to say that this really came home to me many years ago when we were in Seattle. And there was a church there in uh, one of the suburbs there that we were having conversations with. I don't want to say we worked with them, but we were having some serious conversations with the pastor. And we asked around the community, I said, you know, if I was going to go to that church, can you, what can you tell me about it? Which is a great way to discover yeah. a church's reputation. You know, I'm thinking about going to that church this Sunday. What can you tell me about it? Everybody had heard about this church. I mean, people, this was a well-known church, but they were well-known for their rummage sale. They had the biggest rummage sale in town, and every they, they might as well have been IKEA. Yeah. That, I mean, really, they that's what they were known for. They they you know no one thought about going there, you know, for their signature ministry for what they except for during the one week, actually the one weekend, yeah. that they had that rummage sale. They they weren't famous for anything besides the rummage sale, and I, and it dawned on me just how. Um, problematic that is. So we asked the pastor about it and, and he said, hey, great, we're known for something. And it was like, but it isn't helping you. <laughs> right, exactly. But then let's talk conversely about a church and we'll just name it out here. Yeah, because right? yeah, this was a positive uh, example. Yeah, well, this is, I, I think we didn't have language for calling it a No, that's, we didn't. I mean, that was some then. time. Yeah, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, long time ago. But, but this definitely is an example of, of that. Peachtree Road Christian Church in Atlanta had was known for its wedding ministry. And people would come, incredible, beautiful building. And so a lot of people came and they wanted to get married there. And you know, a lot of churches that, that uh, have beautiful buildings, have beautiful sanctuaries, people want to get get married there. They make good money off of that. That's right. right. It's all about I the mean, money. Yeah. I mean, we do it and right. we're going to charge these these outsiders, right. a lot of money to come in. And so that becomes the ministry is 
filling the coffers. They did something different. Right. And what they did was the pastor required, and this was in a day when there really wasn't a requirement for premarital counseling. And during that time, the minister brought home the importance for, for a couple and for families to have a religious base and what, what the church can bring to them. And so he, he really moved them and, and moved, really brought a lot of people to Christ that way. And then he had, they had supportive ministries around that, family ministries, improving your marriage ministry. And that church really grew. Now, it was known by many because of its incredible stained glass windows, because it was so large. But when you asked around in the community, what, what really was that church known for? It was for their weddings and for their family ministries and their children's ministries right. as well. Because they had expanded it from not just weddings to weddings and uh, marriage yeah. and family. It, it really did a marvelous job yeah. of, of honing in and saying, this is what this church is about. We're about strong families. We are about strong marriages. We are about, you know, the, of course, the kids and the families along that right. line. So, so they, had, they had the whole package and that's what they were known for, and that's what the pastor wanted them to be yes, known for. Yes, exactly. And so if you were in, this is Atlanta. If you were in Atlanta and you're saying, where am I going to go to church where, where my marriage is struggling? Where yeah. should I go? And there are lots of options where you can go to oh, church in Atlanta, yes, right? I, I mean, well, lots there's, there's, of options. There's two churches on every corner. Yeah, right. So uh, not just one church. Well, not every corner, but catty <laughs> Almost, corner yeah. corners. Okay. So, you know, I mean, the, the bottom line is, is everyone knew if you needed marriage work, if you want a strong marriage, you went to Peachtree. Right. And that was, I mean, it's just the way right. they were. That is an example of a signature ministry. And in today's world, it is crucial that every church be known for a signature ministry because the truth is your church probably has no reputation in the community whatsoever. And we've talked about how you can find that out in a number of other episodes. But real quick, the easy way is to go out where no one knows you. So if, if you're known, Pastor, by everyone in town, then get someone else in your church to do this and go to, the, to the, the places and neighbors around your church in your neighborhood and say, you know, I'm thinking about going to that church or I'm planning on going to that church on Sunday. Give the name of your church, whatever. What can you tell me about it? And listen to and record, not, not necessarily tape recording, but, you know, record, drop down, drop down what those responses are probably you're going to find the majority of people know nothing about you whatsoever. And yet, with a signature ministry, your reputation grows and people go, I need to go there. Now, I want to jump in here yep. because notice we keep talking about a signature ministry. Exactly right. Not lots of signature ministries. I mean, you could be known for the rummage sale and you could be known for the bake sale and you could be known for this and that and blah, blah, blah. But a signature ministry. I was talking to a kid recently, a, a middle schooler, and I was talking to her about being focused, you know, trying to get her to focus. And as she looks at me, she says, oh, we can multitask. I'm saying, Trust me, I know all about multitasking and also how important it is to focus, focus, focus. If you want to excel at something, if you really want to, to grow it in, in ways that are focused and life-giving and effective and sustainable, just concentrate on one 
signature ministry. Now, I know pastors who push back really hard and oh. members who push back really hard against this because, you know, we, we, we want to be a full-service church. We want to offer everything. And, and here's, here's the reality, is when a church focuses on or does a lot of things, it does none of them well. Right. It, mediocrity is the watchword for most churches. We, we work hard at worship, but the truth is we're not the best worship service in town. Now, I mean, if you are, awesome. Awesome. But you're probably not. And, you know, and well, we have the best music in town. Well, maybe. Um, and, you know, and, and we, we had that in, in the town that we worked at. Uh, you were the pastor of one church, I was the pastor of the other. And it was, no, it was clear the church that I was at had the best music program in town. It's true. There were only like six churches in town, and it didn't take much. And it wasn't what the church was known for. It wasn't their signature ministry. So just because we had the best fellowship dinners in town. That is true. <laughs> that is true. And actually, they were known for that. <laughs> true story. We although we did have better desserts, but anyway, <laughs> they, his church could have desserts only at a potluck, like no meat, no anything else, but just yeah, we, dessert. We, Us, we, we, we weren't balanced. It was, we had our, everything. It was our signature ministry. Just desserts. desserts. <laughs> Just desserts. Eh? All right, there All right, we are. We're right, but here's the deal is, is that when a church tries to do everything, it does nothing well. It's right. like it's like trying to invite everybody. We want everyone, we, we want everyone to come. Yeah, that doesn't work out so well. Marketing to everyone means you're marketing to nobody yeah. and you get what you have, which is the problem. So here's here's the reality folks is that every church needs a signature ministry and that's the one thing that we are going to focus on um, and make it work now we'll talk a little bit more about how to identify and in fact that's what we're going to talk about next is right, how to identify it but we're also going to talk about how you make that happen because you want to make sure you're careful you choose a good ministry and then and then you make it happen and when you make it happen your reputation builds. So let's talk about how do, how do you identify, how, how do you choose which ones you're saying yeah. for ministry? Well, I, I want to say this, is that there may be ministries you want to be your ministries, right? right? But ne aren't necessarily your ministry. It's kind of like values. We can say, oh, I value this, but if it's not showing up in the checkbook or the, or the uh, calendar, it's not so let's that's that's really important it's not just whatever you might like we look at what's realistic so we start with self self-assessment right. we, we need to look at what are our strengths what are our resources and what are the community's needs how can we bring our strengths our Reese's together Reese's resources <laughs> Uh -huh. uh, together <laughs> with our community needs. Trust me, that was not a Freudian slip. No, but it makes me think Reese's. Anyway, so here's 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 what which was we talk about the community. Yeah. There's another factor which actually goes with the community is okay. you know if if you're in a community that has churches that are known for X Y Z, then you also don't want to try and go head to head with them. Um, I, I've been in a number of communities where there was a church that it was known for its rock and roll, young adult kind of ministry. And, um, and so they, they really focused, the, the other churches wanted to do it, and they, they couldn't go head to head because this church typically was a big box church. They had, they had the, um, the band that was like, you know, they, they could have been you 2 or whoever, Hillsong. And, and it was like deciding that you were going to go and be the best young adult worship um, service in town that was going to be your focus 
was not going to be helpful. Well, so I, I want to kind of ferret this one out because you're talking about worship services. A worship service, I would argue that's not exactly a signature it, ministry. I, 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 let me just are, disagree. Are you with? Okay. Yeah, I know I disagree because it can Go be. Ahead. You know, uh, and we, we know, a, well, um, if the front-end worship can be your signature ministry, that we, we, we focus on young adults, rock and roll, contemporary, okay. whatever, so, but that, that becomes, and it's, it's a part of the ministry, but it's, it is still, that, that's where they put their energy and their, their emphasis. Right, and I guess what I'm thinking in those terms, uh, our, our signature ministry is a youth ministry, is a ministry to youth, and, and one of the ways we facilitate that is through worship. Or youth worship in this or, case. Well, that's what I'm. Yeah, right. uh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, or exactly. young adult ministry. Right, but all that it is this uh, complete package. So worship is part of the the package that goes with ministry for for youth. Can you know what I'm saying? Right. right. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm thinking about, a, we live in Columbia, Missouri, and I'm thinking about a church right now that really is about families, but uh, and families, younger families, so that they have a Wednesday evening program that kids who don't go to church and kids who go to other churches, it's big it's deal. Huge. It's, it's it huge. really is. You have a grandson who goes. Oh, I know, right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, it, but, and that's a big deal. And they're known for that. You know, you'll see kids at schools and, and they're wearing the t-shirt and I'm like, oh, do you go there? Oh yeah, I go to Think Tank, you know, every Wednesday evening, way to go. That That's where it is. But that's a component of their family ministry. That is their signature ministry. Right. And Think Tank is a piece of that. Right. And it, okay. But the, the point is, don't try to go head to head with a church that has locked up a particular signature ministry because you're probably A, not going to unseat them. And B, is that you want a reputation for whatever you want your reputation to be for, and you don't want it to split that. But you're not doing it just for your reputation. I mean, really, we're talking about self-assessment and using our strengths and our resources to meet the community's need. And it may be that the, the community does, doesn't need another worship service, although I know that there would be uh, some pastors, I can hear some of my students right now, that would say, oh, you know, but we're progressive, or, you know, these are just too conservative over here, and so we need to be doing that kind of worship. Okay, well, maybe, but it, it's got to go beyond worship. It can't just be in that worship uh, in that worship sphere. And, and then I have to say, you know, is worship really one of your strengths? And what kind of resources do you bring? It's not just what you want, it's reality. Okay, so whether so, or not, I think we, we're going to have to agree to disagree here that, that, that some churches can, that there are churches in town that can say, that's our signature ministry, it's our worship service. But be as it may, okay. for most churches, you, you want to find probably something else besides your worship service um, because the bottom line is is that if worship service is, is your signature ministry, then everything points in into that ministry. And that's where I really want to, I want to go now is, is I go want ahead. to say one more thing. Yeah, just one more thing with all of that. And that is to say, if we are the body of Christ, right, if the church is the body of Christ, and you're a smaller to medium-sized church, 
like the end of like the upper, say 100, up to 100, 125 people, then you can really sit down and say, all right, what resources do you have? What do you specialize? What kind of work do you do? And, uh, and you know, what are your gifts? And then you're able to look at all of that and start to think in terms of, what might our signature ministry be? And it may be something yeah. you're already doing. Right, exactly. You just have to let go of what you're doing that doesn't fit in there and then take it to, to a great level which, if you're not which, already. Which is where I want to go next. Right, right, yeah. Because got... here, here's, here's the key. I'll, we'll go back to Peachtree. Sure. Peachtree had, they when, when the pastor who took this ministry off, um, Jim Collins took actually. off. Yeah, took, took off, off with the ministry. There was already a, a wedding ministry there. Yeah, they were doing weddings, and they were mostly doing them for the money. And when that pastor got there, he says, "Wait a minute, this is our strength. This is something we can build on and expand." And so what what he did was, as he looked at that ministry, he said, "Now, if that becomes our signature ministry, and that's what we're pointing people to, then." How do we, you know, does this ministry, and, and this isn't accurate, I'm just I'm making this up on the fly. So he has this car ministry, he didn't, but he has this car ministry, he goes, that doesn't fit. That, so they go, okay, well, we have this group that like to fix cars, and so how are we going to twist that, spin that, so that it becomes helpful for families? Well, then then that's how what they would do. And they say, well, we're, we're doing these cars, so we give them to families who are less fortunate, whatever, and that we're, we're, we're doing that in um, where they're trying to build a stronger family, and those, those are the people who get the cars. And then you, you're taking ministry after ministry and saying, how does this support our our wedding ministry? How does this support our marriage and family ministry? So that everything ultimately, and it takes can take years, can take years. To, for that, but for it to actually end up there. But you begin saying, when you're, when you're doing an event, you're planning an event. You know, we have this event, we, we, every year we do trunk or treat. How do we make this to support marriage and family? And yes, you can pull out over here and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, if you have to kind of do it with tongue in cheek to make it happen, you probably need to either tweak it or stop it um, and really make it focused on how does every ministry we have, our women's ministry, how does that support the marriage ministry or whatever ministry yours happens right. to be? How does how does every ministry in the church support that and point to that ministry? We have a women's ministry. How does that make stronger families? And we focus on that. And of course, you're doing it with your sermons, you're doing it with your Bible studies, you're doing it with your prayer groups. Everything begins focused through the lens of strengthening the family in that particular case. Okay, whatever so that, yeah, the ministry that I is. like that last, those last words you just said, because it's about, in those cases, I mean, you can do wedding ministry, and wedding ministry will include. Uh, hospitality. I mean, I remember when your sister got married, that the church that they, where they had their wedding, they actually had a woman who was the wedding coordinator. There was another person who was running back and forth. And there was a hostess. There, that's why I'm saying, yeah, yeah right. she brought uh, um, safety pins. Yeah, because her, her dress needed to be a little bit smaller than it was when she'd first uh, gotten it. So, yeah. And because what can happen is, oh yeah, I can hear some pastors, again, some pastors going, yeah, we could have a wedding ministry. But if it's just you who's doing the ministry, is not the church's ministry. So right. that's what we're talking right. about, right? Everything, right there. Everything gets pointed there. 
everything, yeah. you know, everything, everything the whole church is doing. And, and the church has to be behind it. Yeah. Okay. So I need to ask a question with all of this. And that is about the avatar, because we really have been bringing home the mm -hmm. avatar, right? So when we think about our community needs, I would say we need to think in terms of our avatar. Well, the right? ministry has to match our avatar. Right. Okay. I mean, we I, haven't said that. I'm just wanting right. to be explicit yeah, about it, that. You know, in, 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 in church administration, church growth, there's a lot of different threads hanging out there. You got to you got to untangle and bring together right. and weave together into a braid, if you will. Okay. Uh, so all right. All so, right. So, so yeah, your your avatar plays into this again. Right. We have another episode or two on that. You can find that in really the repertoire in, in the repertoire in the um, repository. repository. That's the word I'm looking for. All right. So okay. I just want to wrap this up about yeah. pointing everything. If and again, we're, I'm going to continue with the peach yeah, tree yeah, metaphor. Yeah, yeah or the metaphor, whatever, example, example is that, that virtually every sermon series that, it, that the pastor does has to reflect in some way that signature ministry. So again, in the, in the marriage family ministry, the vast majority, like almost all the sermon series is about strengthening marriage, Strengthening family. It's about relationships. It's about the finances of the family. Strengthening yourself right. so that you're a better right. husband, right. wife, parent. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, that opens it up really wide. But again, the main focus is yep. how do we build stronger families in right. those cases? So here, here's, here's the deal. If you do this, which we strongly recommend. Please. If you, if you go and say, what's our signature ministry? What should be our signature ministry? Um, and I just thought of another example is Granger um, Community Church in Indiana, I think. It's one of those I states. I think it's Indiana. Anyway, um, Granger, they, they focused on a, a food ministry and that expanded and expanded um, in a particular um, projects, if you will. And they expanded it. And it, everything they did in that church was about this ministry. And everyone was involved in that ministry and the expansion of that ministry um, to help. They were primarily looking at... Um, Making sure that families were strengthened, mm -hmm. so that they they were really looking at how do we make our, get our teenagers to graduate high school, mm. not drop out, etc. That became mm. there through through food and through da da da. So they again, it's focused on that, and everything focuses there. And when you do that, your reputation begins to build, and there's a, a ripple effect that yes. goes with the with uh, the building of your church's reputation right. because of your signature ministry. Yeah. So. Uh, you get a clear and a consistent. Okay. That's huge, that's right? Key. Clear that's, again, and consistent. All those sermons that are pointing right? towards your yeah, teachings and, and all the rest. Right. And well, and I'm thinking consistent. Like, it, you know, sometimes, like you said, it takes a while to get this off the ground. Right. And so we may think, oh, we're not getting enough people. And so then so we let's, switch let's trajectory. It. It's got to be consistent. Right. It's got to be every week, every Long week. Term. Right. And every take, week you have to right. say it in some way or another, in some part or another of your uh, of your every, service. Every board meeting, you're pulling it in. Pulling every, it in. Every committee meeting, you're pulling it in. Right. So you have to have a clear, uh, a clear and consistent signature ministry. And a signature message that goes with that signature, signature ministry. Signature message 
that can make a church stand out and be recognized by your community. Because everyone starts to know that that's right. where you go that's for that. Go. That's the resources for that. Right. And so what's going to happen? Lives are going to be changed, right? That's right. The potential uh, is there in your congregation for deeper transformative work that that uh, if when it's focused and narrowed and intensified where you know once again we hear so often from churches that uh, oh my gosh we don't have enough people we can't do all of this well yeah hello you can't because, do because you're all, trying to do all of this. this that's the problem right so you focus <laughs> on one something or another and it's really to go back for a moment it's really really important then to be looking together at, at resources, at what people bring, what your strengths are, so you can all own that as a, as a congregation. And again, I'm thinking in terms of a smaller and mid-sized congregation so that everybody's on board and the rest of this, when this idea or that idea comes, does that meet our avatar? Does that, uh, is that our signature that ministry? Our signature is ministry? that there? Right. Nope. Not even on the table right. anymore. Yep. Idea and, goes. And I just I want to real quick talk about the small church because a lot of our viewers are in small yes. churches. Thank and you. And so often the small church is trying to do everything. everything. It's trying to be a full service church with a dozen people. Um, and and let me tell you the reason why all your leaders are exhausted and why we're struggling trying to get growing and right. going is because a mediocrity sets in now you, you can't compete you can't compete with the big box church down the street in terms of your quality of of worship or anything else of, i mean we keep well, coming up with worship well, but let's talk about i disagree there are some things you can compete with and that's the, and there's some and 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 win yeah and that's therein lies okay. the issue or they're not the issue the 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 the, the crux of the matter is okay it, you don't have to try and be better than they are in terms of the quality. You know, you're not doing CD quality kind of work, a CD for those who don't do CDs anymore. But you're not doing MP3. You're not doing Spotify quality uh, co compared to the music. On the other hand, on the other hand, you're, you're 12. No one expects you to have that. They don't expect a 400 member choir in a tw in a 12 average worship attendance. But they expect it to be. Excellent for that level. They expect it to be authentic. They expect it to be as good as you can do it in that setting. But what you can do is not do everything. Right. Okay. And focus in on doing a few things well. Worship should be a focus. You, you got to have a worship that's warm and welcoming and it has to be relevant and valuable and practical and practical to your avatar. Yes. Who are you trying to reach? Okay, so and so if the music is eh, but the message that you're giving is life transformative. You got a sermon series on how to fix my marriage, how to fix my finances, how to fix my kids, how to fix my guilt, how to fix, you know, whatever. Every Sunday solves a problem. And as you build that reputation that, that you're offering practical, because most churches don't. You know, if you're offering practice and you get that reputation, then your church will grow because that becomes, if you're a part of your signature ministry, 
based on your avatar to begin with. I want to go back to worship for a moment. Yep. Uh, I was uh, in a study, part of a study on mainline evangelism now a long time ago, it seems. And one of the uh, one of the churches that was in our study that I am doing great evangelism, lots of adult baptisms, and was Presbyterian. Uh, anyways, I, I went down to check out their worship. And I mean, that's in a time where we were being taught, it's got to be big worships, got to be that. Their band sucked. The minister was a mediocre preacher at best, but he was real and he was transparent and they had ministries it that were going with that. It was practical and they had ministries that they were working with and with families and they were growing. Uh, another piece, I have to do a shout out to Willow Street Christian Church in Hannibal. What, what they decided or saw was, you know, we have a lot of kids that aren't doing well in school. And so they were able to work. They had a few teachers there. They attracted teachers. So they said, we're going to focus on kids. We're going to do tutoring. I think three days a week, we're going to add a worship component in there. And they took off. And those teachers, they became known. They were in the newspaper for their really awesome work. And they started attracting teachers, and their ministry bloomed. Okay, so... Back to the 12-member church, okay, 12 Rogers Tennis Church. Worship, and the only other thing that your church should probably be doing is you should be doing small groups with your folks yes. and bringing them together and discipling. Disciple. Not, not, you, we're not doing book studies. Book right. studies don't make any difference, Disciple. okay? It, it, discipleship, behavior. How do, we, how do we do these things so that people become better and better disciples? Okay. All right. Hey, we are out of time, but I just want to say this last thing about your signature ministry. Deciding on a signature ministry, putting it into place, and building your church's reputation, in the end, it, it will help bring new yes. life to your church and visitors yes. because they've heard about this is the church that does this, and I need help with this. And as that reputation expands across your community, more and more people will show up spontaneously because of your reputation. Well, and it's not just the people who need help with whatever that ministry. It's those who want to be part of that ministry, Indeed. right? Yeah. Okay, we are so out of hey, time. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.